the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy Hump Day. Hump Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting over the hump of this week here on tonight's Andrea K. Show. And hopefully that that includes we're going to get over the hump of these Democrat debates. Y'all, we got round two tonight. And it has not been, at least the first hour has not been as explosive as the previews were meant to be. In fact, if you watch the opening tonight, it was like a package, you know, where they uh, recorded with images and faces of the uh, debaters tonight. I mean, it was something like out of a scripted TV show and it was built up and you were really expecting there to be some fireworks and it's really been a fizzle. But uh, we're going to break it all down. We're going to talk a little bit about last night's debate in case you didn't watch it and summarize it. Um, because even if you didn't watch it, and I don't blame y'all, Babylon B had a headline saying um, Americans had to choose between watching last night's debate or putting their face in a blender. <laughs> um, tonight we do have round two. And really, because they did a lottery, uh, I, I do feel like I needed to watch at least some of it because one of the people, which could have even included people from last night, someone from last night, one of these people is likely to be the nominee for the Democrat Party. And we cannot, in spite of how what whack jobs, as I said last night, what whack jobs they are, they are um, they have the support for their wackiness by far too large of a number of Americans. And so we got to talk about this tonight. Uh, Megan Barth, Reagan babe, is going to be here after the first break to give her perspective on that. But there's other news tonight because uh, we have some uh, breaking news today regarding Comey Dinosh's clown and the deep state. We've also got, I've got a question for y'all about a topic we're going to discuss later involving a Hollywood celebrity that makes me wonder if we've actually already lost the culture war. And that, uh, and I'm just going to put that question out there. Do you guys think that we've already lost the culture war? 888-344-1170. If you're watching the debates and if there's anything that's striking you that you want to chime in about, call us and, and let us know about that or any other topics that are on your mind. And the man, the myth, the legend, it's always explosive when he's here. He's always entertaining. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. You're trapped like carrots. Now, you said there was a lottery for the Democratic debate. Well, it's the only lottery in history where there's no winner. <laughs> but um, uh, Yeah, I guess instead of when the Republicans had this um, uh, same amount of people in 2016 in the primaries, like 922, what they did was they based uh, the B-listers up front based upon, they said, here's the junior, I can't remember what they called it, the junior debates. And they were on the same night, but they didn't do two nights in a row, but they did one earlier and then one later. And it was based upon where you were at in terms of in the polling numbers. They didn't have people who had 0% mixed in with some of your leaders. Like last night, we had people I'd never even heard of before on the same stage with Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. So they do they did a lottery with the Democrats. And in some way, it might be good because some of the people I actually wished when the Republicans in 2016, I liked some of what Rick Santorum had to say. I would have never voted for him in the primary, but he was the only he was the only presidential candidate who said that the solution to fighting the war on terror 
and solving the problem with radical Islam and Islamic terror is to declare Islam a political ideology instead of religion. And that literally will be the only solution to this. And that is still a problem for this country. Every year on 9-11, I say that I'm tired of the hashtag never forget because we have forgotten. Did y'all hear anybody, anybody who watched last night's debate or read the summaries of it? You hear anything about Islamic terror? No, you're not going to hear any about it tonight either. Nor are we hearing anything about Trump Russia and the Mueller investigation because they know that's a loser for them. No, it's all about racism and racism and racism. And, and today's talking points from the left today is every Trump supporter, and it's clear that the talking points memo went around, every Trump supporter now, we're automatically, we are declared racist. And the only opportunity for us to defend ourselves and to be redeemed is to vote Democrat. It is such a narcissistic, manipulative, abusive tactic. And I think that there may be some weak need Republicans that might fall for it, like there may be two or three around the country, but it's really not going to sell. That, that, that dog, it, it, and it's mind-numbingly, monumentally stupid, in my opinion, for the Democrats to be trying to take that tactic because it didn't work for Hillary Clinton when she called everybody, all, all Trump supporters the basket of deplorables. So I'm kind of glad that that's the, that's the tactic of today. Um, but you didn't play your intro, DJ Carrot Stick. I played a little something. Oh, you did? I don't remember. You're trapped like Oh, parents. there you go. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, but so it, it, to summarize last night's debate, uh, I think it's very telling for the Democrats that the winner, the most searched person from last night's debate, and by 48% on the Drudge Report snap poll, guess who the winner was last night, DJ Karastics? Uh Elizabeth Warren? Nope. Marianne Williamson. Really? When the moon is in the seventh house. Yeah. I feel like I need to burn some incense. Play my sitar. Yeah, do a little. I'll light up one myself. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. That's such great news for the American voters because how did it actually flush out? Elizabeth Warren came in fourth. No, Bernie Sanders came in fourth place. Elizabeth Warren came in third. That says a lot. It says a lot for the Democrat Party because, first of all, the, the people that tried to push, and we saw some of this in tonight's debate, the people that try, they're trying to push these uh, far-left psychotic socialists from at least from being so open about their socialism, trying to push them to the middle, are getting ostracized and being treated like Trump supporters. So it's really interesting to see the battle that's going on with the Dem- within the Democrat Party. But to see that this Marianne Williamson got so got such a response from the Democrats out there over Elizabeth Warren, over Bernie Sanders. It's really kind of shocking and interesting to me. But the big winner, I think, on both both uh, nights is the Nat. Did you hear about the Nat, DJ Harris? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Buttigieg uh, is on CNN this morning with Allison Camerata, formerly of FNC. And he and she decides because, you know, um, what what's the most pressing issue for any journalist the day after Dem- Democrat debate as we're going into the presidential elections? It's to ask him about a smudge on his forehead. Right. So she asked him about the smudge on his forehead and he proceeds to brag that he thinks <laughs> he's he smashed a gnat on his forehead and it just goes to show. His abilities that he was able to target in on that gnat, smash it on his forehead and keep talking. And then she proceeds to praise him for it. <laughs> you know you've lost a debate when all you got to brag about the next day is your <laughs> is your gnat killing abilities. And you know that you have sunk particularly low 
in the media realm when you're praising a fool for bragging about smashing a gnat on his forehead. But here's the thing. I'm thinking that gnat was the winner of both debates because he didn't, he didn't have to suffer anymore. He was probably looking to be smashed because anybody who's watching any of this nonsense sees how absolutely insane they are. The hashtag today on Twitter, and then we're going to break and talk to Megan Barth. The hashtag on Twitter today was understanding the debates. It's really clear if you want to understand the debates. I don't have to get into too much of the details about last night or tonight. Here's what the Democrats are pushing for. Every aspect of what they're pushing is the same socialism, Marxism, communism policies that have destroyed every country that where they've ever been implemented and has resulted in over 100 million people being slaughtered. And in Venezuela right now, with no toilet tissue, having to hunt down dogs for food. That's the Democrat Party and what they're hustling in a nutshell. There, I've cleared it all up for y'all. Hat tip to the net. I think he's the winner. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Megan Barth. I'm curious what you guys are thinking about any of this. If you guys are feeling threatened by Marianne Williamson, she's an entertainment celebrity herself. Some people are saying she could be the Donald Trump. Y'all believe in it? 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. AM 1170, The Answer. Experience the 28th Annual Auto Heritage Day Festival and Car Show this August 10th from 10 to 3 at Kimball Park in National City. See over 200 gorgeous classic and antique cars. Experience live music by the John Pasha Band. Sample delicious food and bring the whole family to Kimball Park in National City on August 10th for National City's Free Chamber of Commerce Auto Heritage Day Festival and Car Show. Learn more at nationalcitychamber.org. That's nationalcitychamber.org. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weekdays at 7 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. The same patio and fireplace design center you've known and trusted for over 30 years has some exciting news. The Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop is now offering their expertise for your new patio, grill, and outdoor fire pit as well. 
After the cold, wet winter we've just had spent curled up in front of the fireplace, just imagine finally being able to spend your evenings outdoors, grilling up steaks or roasting marshmallows around your very own fire pit. The Warm Hearth is also an authorized Big Green Egg retailer, the hottest new ceramic Kamado grill. Come check it out and pick up all the must-have accessories for your next cookout with friends and family. So remember, whether you're looking for a gas or wood-burning fireplace, outdoor fire pit or grill, the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio has you covered. Give them a call at 619-465-0890 or check out their awesome showroom in La Mesa at the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard. Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio, 619-465-0890. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Jim was looking for a place for his mom, Frances, in the El Cajon, La Mesa, Spring Valley area. When I walked into Sun Garden Terrace, I sensed a real homey feel that I liked that was uh, just right up her alley. I thought I, the vibrations were so good. Since Jim found Sun Garden Terrace, he gets to visit just about every day. And the price was certainly very reasonable and competitive compared to all of the other facilities that I had checked out. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. 619-464-CARE. AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Another round tonight, another day, another Democrat debate, and another just two hours of socialism and race baiting going on tonight. But I could be wrong. There could be something more valuable being discussed in this debate tonight. And if so, I would love to hear your impressions. 888-344-1170. I reached out to my girl Megan Barth, Reagan Babe, to come on tonight because she always brings the facts, the straight up how do you do on what's happening with the Democrats in the debate. And she joins me now to discuss. Hey, Megan, welcome back to the show. Oh, it's good to be back with you, Andrea. Thanks. I had so much fun last week, by the way, filling uh, in. Uh, well, you know, I, I I need to forward you some emails that I got from people that just really appreciated you filling in for me and just loving what oh, you great. did. You're such a fan favorite, and I appreciate it. And then I get to go away and enjoy myself, yeah. knowing that my show's in, in good hands. Um, so... Uh, here's what strikes me. I'm more interested in what's not being talked about than what is sometimes in these situations. I have not heard anything about Islamic terror last night or tonight, nor have I heard anything about Mueller investigation and Trump Russian collusion. What's, what are you, what's, what's striking you in this and in terms of what is being discussed and what's not? Well, CNN uh, doesn't want to talk about Russian collusion anymore because they realized uh, when the jig was up, their numbers even uh, you know fell faster than before. Uh, this is one of the lowest-rated networks for a reason. They carried the Russian collusion narrative uh, until we were looking around trying to find a dead horse, uh, and then we kept being told that no, it's when the when the Mueller report comes out, then you know uh, Trump will be guilty. No, nope, now when he speaks, so then he'll be guilty, and then he hardly spoke because he stuttered and stammered and stalled. And looked completely entirely lost. Uh, if you're going to have a frontman, make sure he doesn't look like he has one foot in the grave. Um, <laughs> you know, so, you know, their whole entire political theater, which is what this Russian collusion narrative was, blew up in their faces. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they, they don't want to talk about it. I didn't hear much about impeachment either, right. Right. Uh, which was which was crazy because, you know, so far they're only 20 votes away from impeachment. So that doesn't seem to be a hot button issue. But all the supposed Democratic hot button issues only poll with 27 percent of the MSNBC audience poll. Mm-hmm. OK, so this was an MSNBC poll and only 27 percent of Americans uh, really think that uh, climate change and uh, free health care for illegal aliens and uh, open borders is really uh, you know, going to drive them to the polls, only 27 percent. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because when you do have some people, voices of reason, like this Bennett guy or even Claire McCaskill, who's not even the, in the debate, but she's like, you know, this is a suicide mission for you wackos to be up there publicly calling for go- complete government control of our health care and open borders. And what was the response today by by Democrats to say that Claire McCaskill is a racist and that and that and that all the all Midwesterners, because she's saying that ain't going to play in the Midwest. And then the Democrats today are were like, well, we would have universal health care. Um, you know, if if but for white people, you know, they just don't want to benefit black people. I mean, everything is racist, racist, racist. What do you, what do you make of the fact that Marianne Williamson was the most searched last night and the Drudge Snap poll had her as the winner of Democrats over Bernie Sanders came in fourth. Elizabeth Warren came in third. I'm thinking we're seeing a real serious issue with the Democrat Party. Oh, I think we've been witness to an absolute implosion to the Democrat Party. And I think that really kind of started around the time they started calling Nancy Pelosi a racist, mm-hmm. uh, even before then. But, it, you know, in, in this campaign season, um, they're using the race card. They're overplaying it. And what's interesting is you can't even talk about policy without now it being a racist remark. You can't even say something like the word infestation now, right. uh, the fascist left. Uh, the ministers of truth, uh, thank you, George Orwell, are now taking over the language, and that's really the goal. I mean, that was the goal of hate speech, is to take over right. the language. Right. Uh, and so, um, you know, they right now they're firing arrows at each other. I mean, t- I'm wondering when Tim Ryan is going to become a Republican. Right. Because yeah. he actually said you need to ring the doorbell before you come into the country. Well, except he, yeah, yeah, except he put, wouldn't put his hand over his heart for the national anthem. Uh, correct. But, correct. Yeah. Um, correct. But I mean, policy-wise. Right. Policy-wise, he was sounding more like a Republican. He's a union shell, that's yeah. for sure. Um, but, but nonetheless, um, the Green New Deal, uh, Kamala Harris, just wait, she's going to announce tonight that she's got a newer New Green Deal, yeah. uh, something that she talked with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez about, which will cost us initially $70,000 per taxpayer family, and in five years it will be $250,000. When it comes to uh, the big push last night as well as tonight is obviously about health care. By the way, if you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K. Show, and I'm talking to Megan Barth of Reagan Babe. Y'all sign up, subscribe to her newsletter, and you get it every Saturday, and it gives you a great overview of everything that's happening. ReaganBabe.com. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. So insurance is the big thing. And one of the things that I heard last night and that I heard tonight is um, it's about, you know, um, insurance. Um, Kamala Harris and I can't remember some people last night were talking about how people are stuck in their jobs when um, and having to keep jobs they don't like because they've got their their health insurance under their employment and so that keeps them in jobs they don't like. What we need to do is have a government takeover and then people don't have to have it you know be a part of their job. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? The solution should not be well if people have to stay stuck in a job they don't like because they've got health insurance they don't like that then they want to give complete control over to the government. 
government for it. How about this? Where's the Republican Party, Megan Barth, talking about free market capitalist uh, options here? It should, I agree that it should not be a part of your employment. It should be like your homeowner's policy to where you buy it on your own. It's an individual policy. You get to decide what coverage you want. The average American, part of the problem that we have is that insurance has been tied to employment. Americans didn't have to for a long time have to pay for anything to go see a doctor. Now they resent it. And then and but now and then suddenly because of government intervention and cost being hidden and everything that was involved in having it be a part of their employment, suddenly costs started exploding and employers then started to pass it along and it's just made everything worse. Where's the Republican Party in saying, hey, we need to get uh, government out of it. We need to get employers out of it. It needs to be potable policies where each individual buys it. My homeowner's policy doesn't cover every time my faucet leaks. I have to pay for some things myself, and then I have the right to choose what how much coverage I get. The Republican Party, here's where I'm concerned with these Democrats, because they didn't do their job in getting rid of Obamacare like they should have. Well, no, and, and that was that, that's part of the problem. So what you have is you basically have the Obamacare needle. Obamacare is the opiate, uh, and the government is the injector, right? So you've yeah. got now all of these people on a government health care system, whether that's Medicaid, Medi-Cal, uh, you name it, right? So the entitlement of health care is so outrageously large. And what's, what the question that's not being asked, like you said, I'm looking for what's not being talked about, Okay, so you're for open borders. How many more of people are going to then flood the health care system? Right. If the system is already breaking, now you're going to add 22 million more illegal aliens to it. And on top of that, you're going to open the border. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of impact is that going to have on our health care system? And so what this this open borders and the healthcare system is, is simply Cloward Piven. You overthrow the system and Mm -hmm. then you have to have single payer, right? Because you've got so many guys. So many people. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. And in fact, it's, yeah. So, in fact, the Cloward Piven was actually Obamacare was designed to fail from the jump. Joe Biden saying right. tonight, Obamacare is working. Are you kidding me? You know, no, and so, uh, what, so what Biden wants to do. See, so they do want single payer, but they realize they're biting off more than they can chew. They have to have open borders in order to get that dependency class in so they can blow out the bottom of the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what he's proposing is the newer Obamacare. It's part two. Uh, And what that will do is have a single-payer element Mm -hmm. to it, which, of course, is going to explode the costs of premiums and and Obamacare in general. So if you ask any hospital administrator, um, if everyone goes on Medicare, what will happen to your hospital? They say they will close. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, no one's talking about... It's pretty easy economics when you put it into play, but the, but the argument from the Republicans I'm not hearing and the plans that they've been working on for, oh, I don't know, 10, 11 years now yeah. haven't really come to fruition. But one good thing I did see is there is being more transparency added on the prescription drug side when uh, Azar opened up the market to Canadian drugs. Now, of course, the FDA and the bureaucracies and the, and the pharma companies that backed Obamacare are freaking out because, mm-hmm. you know, they are under different laws and, you know, we don't have any more control. Well, you know, you're going to have some control, but honestly, you're mostly in the way. Yeah, look, look, um, whatever iteration it is, when the government's involved, it, it's why uh, the 
costs are skyrocketing. It's um, it's Correct. why it's all about controlling us, and it's um, it, it's uh, it's getting more and more and more. The more government control we have, the more the costs go to cover the administrative state, and we have less access to care. We have less product and services right. available to us, and it's only going to get worse with more government control. And then you flood the system with more and more and more people, and it's a disaster waiting to happen. And we have not had because we've had too many in the Republican Party that are like Mitt Romney that believe in government control. They just want to be the party to do it. We've just, we, you know, we, we don't have anybody really representing in this country actual free market uh, philosophies in this country. The solution is to, is to let Obama, was to let Obama completely fail, let it crumble. We, we still, after Republicans took, took both control of houses, we still can't just cross state lines and buy insurance anywhere that we want it. We still, we still have one of the drivers. Yeah. We still have, we still have people. Everybody has to have policies that cover things, whether or not we want it. We have married lesbians 60 that are 70 years old being forced to buy maternity care, 25 year old men, uh, you know, single dudes being being forced to buy, you know, maternity care. You know, the, right. the the issue is government control, and the Republican Party has not been willing to get the, the government out of it or even come up with any any viable solutions to this issue. If they're, And that's why the Democrats are beating this home, because that's why they took the House in 2018, and that is the only way for them to get control. And if the Republicans don't come up with something, that's where our vulnerability lies. Do you agree? It is, because the top three issues right now amongst voters, health care is in the top three. It's the third. Um, I think it's going to be immigration, and I've said that from the get-go, because that's really tied to the economy. You see the outlay right. that we do each year for the 22 million or 30 million or whatever million it is, illegal aliens here. It's a, close to $170 billion a year. Uh, you look at averages, it's anywhere from 135 to 165, somewhere in there. But it's hundreds of billions of dollars a year. Uh, that could be going to our veterans, that could be going mm-hmm. to the health care system, that could be going to some programs. Now, what we aren't hearing much about, but it is dribbling, is the Savanka care, as I call it, uh, which is the paid family leave. I don't think that the government should be funding pay- paid family leave. No. Um, I, no. And, so, and that's a big push, okay? So we're not going to find a smaller conservative government under this administration. I never thought so. I knew he was a spender. He was going to build the military. However, he is proposing some drastic cuts supposedly next year, which is an election year. So we're going to see how that trial balloon flies. But uh, we have a sickness uh, and the sickness is, is huge government. Look at the debt. Look yeah. at what just happened at the debt ceiling. So, you know, these are all uh, consequences of big spending Republicans. That's what we have right now. We don't really have a conservative fiscal conscience in this party. Certainly Paul Ryan was no fiscal conservative, even though he touted himself to be. Right. Well, um, we got to get a grip on it. We got to get a grip on it because, um, you know, we've got we've even got conservatives, so-called conservatives that argue in this country for for big government, big government, big government spending. And um, ultimately, you know, we're going to we're it's Cloward Piven is absolutely in place. And our, our Speaking the of back which, will really be broken. Quick, Andrea, yeah. Really quick. And I'm sorry to interrupt you because I know we're short on time. However, Elijah Cummings was giving given 16 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Do you know that? Do you remember when the Dems were freaking out over five point seven billion for the wall? Yeah. Well, I went looking, and do you know what five point seven billion dollars buys? It buys two hundred and fifteen high schools, three hundred and fifty elementary schools. It replaces all the pipes in Flint, Michigan, one hundred and three times. You could build a brand new two hundred thousand, two hundred thousand brand new green homes. 
That was on $5.7 billion. Imagine, triple that. And that's what Elijah Cummings could have done just in Baltimore. Where is that That's right. And that's why they had to scream racist at Donald Trump, even though Elijah Cummings himself used the word infestation 20 years ago in reference to his own town. That's why they had to scream racist, because they had to deflect, because they can never win the argument on on its merits. And if the Republican Party had any game whatsoever, they would Mm -hmm. be on they would they would be fanning the country in every town where this is going on. They would have been there with Ben Carson today when he was booed off of church grounds, when he was there to defend President Trump and, and actually invited Elijah Cummings to go on a HUD tour. The Republicans would have been there. They would be working with Scott Pressler right now on his cleanup of Baltimore plan come Monday, August 5th. They would be out in L.A. talking about rat infestation. They would be up taking tours, doing Facebook Live videos, following the poop map around. But they're not. They're not, they're not engaged. We only have one man who's trying, to, who's trying to, to take on and punch back and deal with the Democrats and hold them accountable, and it's Trump. And I know I'm past time. I promised I would have you done by 630. Megan Barr, thank you for being here. You get me You're riled welcome. up, girl. All right. Good. Everybody, right. everybody sign up for <laughs> Megan's newsletter. Go to ReaganBabe.com. We're going to take a break. We come back. Talk about being riled up. I got to talk about Jim Comey. And I got to talk about Bill Barr. And I got to talk about the deep state and draining the deep state. We're not going to hear about that on tonight's Democrats uh, debate because they don't want to talk about the deep state. They don't want to talk about They want everybody to forget about what's been going on with this Mueller investigation. And I'm concerned that Bill Barr wants us to as well. We got that to talk about and pop culture. Don't go anywhere. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. There may be danger lurking behind your house's electrical panel, and you may not even know it. You need to call Romo with ER Electric. Over the two decades ER Electric has been in business, they've seen far too many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards in their electrical panel. You see, over time, corrosion can wear out your panel's components, causing electricity to arc when the circuit becomes overloaded. That means next time you run the microwave and the toaster at the same time, you won't trip the breaker, potentially starting a fire. For a limited time, ER Electric is offering free panel inspection and tune-ups when you mention the word radio. When you call ER Electric, you'll talk to Romo directly, and he'll put you and your family's safety ahead of profits. So call today and give your home a clean bill of health. Call 858-877-8229, 858-877-8229, or visit erelectricsd.com. ER Electric, 858-877-8229. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. 
I've got great news. Mortgage interest rates have dropped. So if you're thinking about buying a home, right now is the time to lock that low rate, even before you find the home of your dreams. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. The Fed announced that they won't be raising rates until at least 2020, so we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Now's the right time to get you into the threes on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Ken Tyler here, president of Right Choice Mortgage, a privately owned direct lender. We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that nobody else has, like mortgages for the self-employed starting in the threes. Have you recently filed a bankruptcy, short sale, or foreclosure? Even if you're one day out, we have mortgages starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment property so you can buy another one, starting in the fours? Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. My top agent, Sergio, is standing by at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Make the right choice. We'll get you what you need. Let's update your mortgage today at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the VRE 01943736 and NLS Woman 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A little sights and sound. Give you a little color of tonight's uh, Democrat debate. Tulsi Gabbard came out dressed like Boss Hog, man. I, girl... You need to fire your handlers and your glam squad, okay? That style squad let you down. It should have told you that coming out dressed like Boss Hog and white polyester was not a good look, girl. Sorry about that. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, DG Carrotsticks was saying before the show that he was his age was showing. <laughs> you don't know how right you were, man. Did you hear about the latest criticism? Did you see it? No. I was just checking, checking Twitter. Evidently, he got caught in a hot mic moment. Oh, no, he didn't. He When he greeted Kamala Harris, he dared to say to her, go easy on me, kid. Now Twitter's just all hysterical. How dare he? Wow. How dare he say something like that? I mean, come on. What, you know, he's eight, he eight, he's 80 years old. I mean, I'm not a fan of Biden. I actually think that he's a groper and fondles women in, in, in moments in which they're held captive. But there ain't nothing wrong with an older gentleman saying to her in a lighthearted way before the debate, hey, go easy on me, kid. It's almost like kind of he's showing a little bit of respect. Yeah. In a way. And also, I think it's a good tactic on his part. Like, kind of exactly. Little, you're supposed to talk to your 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 when you're held captive. You're supposed to talk to them and stuff, and kind of be more human to them. Well, he's so, he's actually softening the mark. Yes. Oh, go easy on me, kid. Making it seem like he's nervous when, and he's hoping she's going to let her guard down. And then he's ready. You know, I, he didn't bring it, but you know, he, at least he was trying to act tough. This is how insane the the Democrat Party is. Um, I saved this story because uh, I'm trying to not be so negative. I'm trying to stay in a place of positivity and hope because um, it's if, if President Trump, he, we, I, I said when he got elected, 
We cannot expect, we got to have proper expectations. We could not expect President Trump to get every aspect of his agenda, every item passed, nor would it look identical to what he promised because he is just one man. He's the executive branch. We have co-equal branches. He's not the legislative branch. But one of the things that we did expect was that he would get some control over the Department of Justice at some point. And that when, because when the American people chanted drain the swamp and they chanted lock her up, it was not meaningless and it was not just about Hillary Clinton. And that was before we knew everything that was involved with the weaponized deep state and the level of crimes and corruption that were going on in our FBI at the highest levels. And we endured Jeff Sessions stabbing the American people and stabbing Donald Trump in the back by recusing himself in a ridiculous manner, handing over his lunch to the bullies, putting, keeping Rod Rosenstein as, head, as deputy acting director of the DOJ when, when it was illegal because he was a material witness. Then we end up with Comey leaking information to a reporter in order to get a special counsel approved. And then what did Rod, Rod Rosenstein do? He puts in place Comey's BFF, the dude who handed over the Uranium One sample to the Russians on behalf of Hillary Clinton, Bob Mueller. So we endured all that. And I had to endure two years of people tweeting and quoting about Q. Oh, there's 30,000 indictments waiting. Oh, come on, man. Wake up. So finally, Bill Barr comes onto the scene, and we think we might have a chance. We might have some actual justice because there is nobody in this country who's been paying attention to what's going on with our Department of Justice and our weaponized FBI who, who is going to have any restoration of faith in, that, in, in those institutions unless the criminals start walking, doing a perp walk, face justice, and get prosecuted. We knew that Comey had leaked to the media. What we did not know until Judicial Watch and Tom Fitton's organization, in spite of Christopher Wray, in spite of Trump's nominee to head up the FBI fighting, uh, obstructing justice every step of the way, we finally have evidence now and proof that Jim Comey, uh, there were three or four pieces of classified information that he kept in his possession after he was fired, which first of all is, is stealing, he had no business taking his classified documents home after he was fired. He did not preserve or protect those classified documents, which puts him in the same category as Hillary Clinton. And then he leaked classified information to the media. That has now been confirmed. These are crimes committed by the acting head of the FBI, the former FBI director. The inspector general who put a pitiful 400 page, his, his 400 page report that Sidney Powell read, bless her heart, and reported on in the show last year, uh, put in excruciating detail the ways that Hillary Clinton was, they covered up for Hillary Clinton. Refused, though, in the end, to state clearly that that's what happened. Even that inspector general, evidently, according to John Solomon, has recommended charges for Jim Comey, and Bill Barr is declining to prosecute. Now, Lindsey Graham and others tonight are coming up with explanations and justifications for this. I don't see any justification for it. I see that Lindsey Graham tonight was on Hannity, former prosecutor Lindsey Graham, saying, well, you don't want your first case. you got to make sure you got the goods. You don't want your first case that you prosecute to go down in flames. What, how could it go down in flames? Is Judicial Watch wrong? Did he not take home classified information, which was government property, Did he that, that was illegal? 
Did he not have in his possession unsecured classified documents? Did he not leak this classified information to the media? Did we not then have two and a half years of a phony rigged investigation that was based upon a crime? Fruit of the poisonous tree? Did none of that happen? Bill Barr has a really short leash, in my opinion. This is also a man who's uh, buddies with Bob Mueller. Who, quite frankly, was not as harsh as he should have been. Where has, In fact, where's Bill Barr been after Mueller and, and that ridiculous testimony of his in front of Congress? It's clear his name, he put his name on a report. And he didn't even just put his name on a report that he didn't write. He took taxpayer money for two and a half years. He didn't investigate anything. Just like he was the front man for Hillary Clinton and her Uranium One sale handing over uranium to what is supposed to be our big enemy. He was a part of covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, covering up the crimes of Comey, Peter Strzok, McCabe, all the rest. Hey, charges were recommended for McCabe. He still hasn't been prosecuted. I haven't heard anything from Barr. Maybe maybe he's the real deal. Maybe he's actually going to, you know, somebody said today, I think it was John Solomon said earlier today, well, you know, he may be, you know, holding it for something bigger. You know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a prosecutor. I'm not really familiar with the chess, you know, um, and games, you know, strategy that might be at play here. But to me, that that just infuriates me. You know what? When they got some tax evasion on Al Capone, they just prosecuted him. They were like, OK, we got something to prosecute him on. We're going to put him in jail. We're not going to go, oh, well, you know, that's really not the worst thing that Capone's done. He's actually put a bullet into people in his head. So we're going we're gonna to bypass this tax evasion thing and let him continue to walk around the streets until we can actually, you know, get him a murder. I mean, that's insane to me. I think what's really going on is we've got, a, you know, a whole bunch of buddies in the swamp, and it's just not what the FBI does. They just let people go off into their golden parachute retirements, and they never have to face justice. And that cannot be allowed to happen in this country because this is the worst scandal I, is, I can even imagine that we have had the FBI and the DOJ cover up crimes for Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State, cover up crimes for her and the Clinton Foundation in their pay-for-play graft scheme, while American citizens sit in jail for far less. And then in the course of covering up crimes, begin to spy on American citizens for political reasons, targeting them, going after them, putting them in jail, destroying people politically, financially, personally, professionally. And they're going to get away with it? If that happens under President Trump, that's going to be the greatest threat to his reelection. Because let me tell you, there's going to be a whole lot of conservatives that are going to sit at home. Because they're going to go, you know what? He's no better than any of the rest of the establishment. He's gone establishment now. And the tax cuts alone are not going to be enough in 2020. We're going to take a break. we come back. Pop culture. Have we lost the pop culture where there's a story that broke today that made me wonder if we had? And we're going to talk about that, DJ Carrot Sticks and I are, when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. 
You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. The Answer San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pointless selfies from your smartphone. Let's take a selfie. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. The app is social, making you the first to know and respond. Download the free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. Did you know that a battery-powered AM-FM radio at home is still your best way to stay informed if an earthquake or other natural disaster strikes your community? Even if all power is lost, a battery-powered radio will work. Make sure you keep informed even if all power is gone. Get a battery-powered radio now. The Southern California Broadcasters Association reminds you to keep working AM-FM radios in your home. Do you have bad water? Water that smells bad? Water that tastes bad? Water that builds up on your faucets? Let Superior Water's Waterboy Whole House System solve your family's bad water problems. Call 1-800-WATERBOY. That's 1-800-WATERBOY to schedule a visit from the experts at Superior Water. They'll come to your home and provide a free estimate for you to have fresh, clean-tasting water flowing from every tap in your home. No strings attached. Easy and affordable. The Waterboy Whole House System. Lose those plastic bottles. No more lifting giant bags of salt. Provide your family with fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Call 1-800-WATERBOY. That's 1-800-WATERBOY today. Superior's Waterboy. Five-star ratings. Maintenance-free with the best warranty in the business. Call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask about the answer's $500 discount. That's 1-800-WATERBOY. Or visit SuperiorWater.com. SuperiorWater.com. Superior's Water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks end the day down about 1% on average for the month, up 1.3%. For the year so far, up a little over 18%. Now, this after waiting for the first Fed rate quarter point uh, cut in 11 years, it was no surprise. Why then did stocks go down on lower rates? First, lower rates can signal a bad economics, but they need support. But that's not the case here. Inflation remains well below targets. And second, when priced in, the news is out, so some just sell the news. That's especially true here in the last day of the month. With window dressing and wasting the Fed, it's gone to the last day, and it's uh, favoring the two and a half last hours. So, traditional Fed reflects overseas issues. Not here at home today. And the record market levels always have some pullback. To consolidate the game, Bill Holland, with the answer on the day on Wall Street. AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Maybe Joe Biden should have eaten some donuts, powered up. Although he looked like he was trying to have more energy. Maybe, yeah, maybe he needed to take some old, go old-fashioned, go old-school. You're 80, Joe. Get some of that no-dos out. I don't know if people take no-dos anymore. That's what we used back in the day in college. Chug a couple insurers. Get out there. Yeah, yeah get out there, <laughs> uh, here's some more color uh, for tonight's debate. By the way, uh, Jay Tapper has his glasses on tonight, so that's that's his. You know, I'm 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 determined to uh, appear more intellectual than I sound. Look, um, speaking of uh, trying to appear more intellectual than he actually is, is Don Lemon, and after Don Lemon uh, posed a an scurrilous accusation of Trump being a racist in the form of a question last night. Donald Trump did the right thing and, and called him out on it. But of course now the great Geraldo Rivera and others are saying that, 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 uh, that it was a trope because everything's a trope now. It was a trope to call a black man dumb because Trump said he was the dumbest guy on TV. Um, no, it didn't have anything to do. There's all kinds of dumb people out there. Calling somebody dumb is an old word that's been used on everybody, regardless of skin color. Not that I've never said that about my man, DJ Carrot Sticks. Um, so now we've gone through, now Donald Trump is not allowed to criticize any politician with skin darker than his. And now he's not allowed to, to criticize anybody in the media with skin darker than his. I mean, that's really where we're at. It's just absolutely insane. One of your guests, I don't know if it was Tom Dilbercar, but one of your guests said that, you know, it's kind of like the boy that cried wolf. Yeah. They keep doing it so much, so many times that people don't take it seriously anymore. Well, because I, anybody that opposes yeah. a, a, someone on the left is a racist. Well, they're they're continuing to double down and double down. It did, they didn't lose any Trump supporters by calling him a racist. That's not affecting it. So that's why they had to shift and now try to shame us. You're now automatically, if you voted for Trump, you're automatically a racist. And you're going to be labeled that and have that scarlet R word on your forehead now unless you vote Democrat. That's that. And you can go on Twitter that is that is a talking point today from everybody, and it's not going to work. All it's going to do is make people dig in their heels because they have gone too far. That race card is so tattered and wore out. Um, pop culture. Uh, the story broke today about Mario Lopez, and it made me literally wonder if we have not already officially lost the pop culture war. He went on uh, Candace Owens' show on Prager University, and he went and was interviewed by Candace Owens, which I think is an interesting choice. And she brought up the discussion of Hollywood celebrities um, raising their kids in transgender. And I think DJ Carrot Sticks has a clip of the interview. You know, and I always say, if you come from a place of love, you, you know, you, you really can't go wrong. But at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying you're feeling a certain way or you're, 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 you think you're a boy or a girl, whatever the case may be, I, I, I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make that determination then, okay, well, then you're going to be a boy or a girl, whatever the case may be. And it's it's sort of alarming. And my gosh, I just think about the repercussions later on. Right. And- yeah. That's what he had to issue an apology for. That statement was so, you know, against transgender. I mean, I just can't believe that. Well, you know, um, did he? I want to come back to the idea of whether or not he had to apologize or whether or not he should have stood his ground. Because to think that this is where we're at in this country, to where three year olds, he was very specific in talking about three year olds. We're not talking about 17 year olds. We're talking about the example here because Charlize Theron's three year old said that he was a she. So then she's like, oh, okay, you're a she now. So that was that was the, the example being discussed. A, a three-year-old to think that w- that we have in this country 
a place to where three-year-olds, this is what he's saying, you're three years old and we're going to let a three-year-old make a permanent life decision Three years old. That's a baby. That you're barely you're barely potty trained at two and a half. Do we let three year olds sign contracts? Do we let three year olds drive cars? Do we let three year olds drink alcohol? Do we let them smoke pot? We don't let three year olds decide what they're going to eat for dinner. But we're going to let them say, okay. I had a th- when my one of my nieces was three. She said, "I'm a cat," and she went around meowing like a cat. So what are we going to do? This is this is insanity. Oh, what he said was absolutely reasonable, DJ Carrotsticks. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's he and he and it's his it's his opinion, you know. And I don't think anything he said was that crazy that people, you know, went went to the social media and all this stuff and just started bagging on the guy. And, and I feel terrible for him, but at the same time, I don't think he should have folded because it sets a bad precedent. But on the same token, I'm sure all the people, all his managers that make a, get a cut of his salary. We're all saying, oh, you better go and apologize. We still want you on Access TV. Just smile. You know, he's just Mr. Smiley. He's always smiling and stuff. And I think, you know, for him to start, you know, to get political or whatever, it's just another celebrity's opinion that I don't really care about, but he has the right to it. And the fact that people demand that he apologize, that's the story to me. Well, that is the story to me because what he said, he's talking about stopping three-year-olds. He's right. It is dangerous. It is very dangerous. You know how I know? Because that was me. I spent most of my, all my childhood until I hit puberty thinking a mistake was made, that I was a boy trapped in a girl's body. And 90% of the time, kids like me who feel that way, as soon as they hit puberty, as soon as your hormones kick in, then you, our brains... And it's not even just at the point of puberty. At most of the time, the kids do make that shift from thinking a mistake was made and gender dysphoria or dysmorpho, whatever it's called, uh, gender issues at the time the hormones kick in. But it can even happen later because your brains don't fully develop till you're 25. So it is incredibly dangerous. We have that mother of jazz and, and others that a little four-year-old is saying, oh, gee, I, I, I'm really a boy. I'm not a girl. And they are putting these kids on experimental drugs that are permanent experimental drugs. Don't tell me that's not dangerous. You have no idea. No three-year-old has any idea what the heck they are and who they are at three. I know 40-year-olds who don't know who they are yet and haven't figured it out yet. And he's also right when he went on to say that we shouldn't be discussing sex with three-year-old kids. What are we doing in this country? So for him to be marginalized the way he was, it's an interesting choice that he went on a political show. It tells me he might be conservative, the fact that he went on Candace's Owen show in the first place, which may, I don't know what his contract is with Access Hollywood or, or Extra or whatever, the, the show that he's on. I feel like he was given some pressure probably from his employer. Um, I'm very concerned, so I don't know. It, you know, Candace Owens tweeted out later that it's a shame liberals are sick when in order to save his career, he had was forced to apologize. Basically, had a gun held to his head. His apology was uh, he promised to be more informed and thoughtful. The comments I made were ignorant and insensitive, and I now have a deeper understanding of how hurtful they were. Ignorant? What's ignorant about saying three-year-olds should not make permanent life decisions and that parents should be the adults? You know, what else, what else is coming, DJ Carrotsticks, that three-year-olds can consent to sex? What, what else are they going to let three-year-olds decide? 
This isn't ignorance. This isn't insensitivity. In fact, he was sensitive. He said, I don't tell other people how to parent. I think if you come from a place of love, it's all good. But I think it's dangerous. I think he was very measured. He was incredibly sensitive. He didn't say, look, you parents out there who are letting your three-year-old tell you what gender they are. You're sick. And you need to get some psychological help because what you're doing is child abuse. Because that's a fact. Mom of Jazz Jennings, who put your kid on permanent drugs, and she was still so depressed that she was eating and self-medicating with food. And now you're, now you're trying to make yourself feel like you did the right thing for your kid by trying to come up with cartoons and force other kids to be transgender too? Sick. There, I said it. Mario can't. But I said it here. We'll be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.